in numbers too big to ignore And I know too much to go back and pretend Cause I've heard it all before and I've Hello and welcome back to the Jones Chronicles. I'm your host, Christina. We are here to talk about news gossip, some random facts and a little history. The week uh, was a short one since I had off Monday for Juneteenth. Very much did appreciate that. My job giving me that day off as a holiday. No complaints there. The week went by fairly quickly. I did have a, a visit over to my mother. Uh, who insists that I parent a 13-year-old that I have really, truly only known for the last three years since I've moved back to Ohio. And uh, she's just really trying to make the fact that she doesn't want to be a parent a thing. And uh, <laughs> considering what we have to talk about in the news section, uh, I'm, I'm heartsick today. So all the fun things that were, well, my daughter cheered me up a little bit because she's just, (laughs) she's like, dad made me eat grapes for lunch. I don't like grapes. And he keeps telling me to eat grapes. And can you send me some popcorn? I felt so bad. I sent her a bag of like a 40 count of popcorn. I didn't even give him a heads up. (laughs) I'm sure she'll let him know. That's it. There's a popcorn. That's a relatively, you know, healthy snack. But he be really, he's a vegan and he's also full of shit and uh, does not. He says a lot of what he does not do. So he'll sit there and be supposedly a vegan, right? Over there eating chicken nuggets. But she can have cereal for breakfast or she has to have. Uh, grapes for lunch there's not much I could do I'm not in I'm not in the state I'm not in the household you got to follow the rules but I'm just like come on my guy or some salad do you want some grapes or a salad and I was like well when when do you have dinner and she's like at nine like that is clearly based on his already uh and there's no point in discussing it with him nope Mm -mm. I could but it would be just like talking to that there's no some some roads you know we just don't go down because it's just gonna cause me to get really angry and uh i prefer to leave all of that bitterness in the past (laughs) i coached my daughter through her two months out of 12 in the year in which she is forced to spend not forced but uh required to spend time with her her father and uh she's like ready to come back she's like i really want to do two weeks and then come back (laughs) so i'm like no girl mama need a vacation love you though i'll send you that popcorn we'll be there on monday amazon be getting all of my damn money all of my damn money with this two-day shopping i needed some just regular supplies and i just went on amazon dot 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 and it was on the way to my house and i was like that that's just going just gonna make me lazier and lazier and that's not okay <sighs> so i left for my health and that's what i did my rounds went to my mama's house and she left her door open like what you are not in the suburbs ma'am <laughs> this, is, this is 
not okay. <laughs> Just because the police department is at the end of your street does not make you exempt from crime. Because then at the other end of the street is the hospital. So if you get shot, you know, you'll at least get attention quickly. Ambulance! Call an ambulance! But not for me. Enough of my rambling. Let's head into the news. <laughs> The Supreme Court on Friday today overturned 50 years of precedent by overturning Roe versus Wade. We knew this was coming and still it was a gut punch, effectively ending recognition of a constitutional right to abortion and giving individual states the power to allow, limit, or ban the practice altogether. Many states like Texas particularly has already lined up laws to outright outlaw it. The Republican-led state of Mississippi asked the Supreme Court to strike down a lower court ruling that stopped the 15-week abortion ban from taking place, which is how this became uh, came to the attention of uh, the court ruling in the Dobb versus Jackson Women's Health Organization which centered on a Mississippi law that banned abortion after 15 weeks. Some time ago, Mimi asked me like, oh, um, maybe you should bring up about the discussion of abortion on your podcast. And I remember at the time thinking, yeah, that's, that would be an interesting subject, but I also felt like it was one in which so many people, I mean, the go-to for politicians. It's been the consistent conversation the way it's been going for as long as it's been going due to a lot of uh upset at roe versus wade since its inception there's been particularly the christian side of society that is out and out uh against it and in churches and making horrible just asinine statements in regards to how democrats are murderers of children i mean it's just the things that are said in a church that are supposed to be a place of worship and uh, about giving praise to god has now become a radical uh party movement which is not what i from any of the scripture i've read is supposed to be you're already not paying taxes telling people that that you have control over their souls now you out there telling people how they should think how they should vote or else these terrible horrible consequences are going to come to you because that's how they get you these horrible things are going to happen and that's why you're good (laughs) not because you're good (laughs) just because there's no reward but that's neither here nor there when i was a young kid it's funny how when you're a young kid because i grew up in the church and uh you mimic the things around you and i used to be a very uh a very passionate advocate for for uh anti-abortion i thought I would mimic some of the things people would always say well it's you know you open your legs you got pregnant it's your responsibility you supposed to take care of that 
you know you could just give it up for adoption all you have to do is carry it to term and it's a life and so on and so forth and i remember all of this rhetoric being just lambasted at me and i never actually thought about it for myself it was just something i grew up believing was the right answer and then the more i got into and actually looked into it myself i realized that george carlin is a goddamn genius <laughs> he is somewhere right now i told you what did i tell you didn't i tell you because i told you mm -hmm. and when did i tell you a long time ago and what did i say will happen when i told you exactly what just happened he said it very boldly they hate women <laughs> and the fact that the that that basically we have a period menstrual cycle like do you give a shit about kids up until the time that they're born and then after that you don't want to fucking give them shit no health care no medicare no medicaid no nothing but look at the statistics here um it was a 2017 study but the u.s department of health and human services office of child support enforcement said 33 billion dollars in child support was paid for more than 50 million children or one in five so at least 10 billion dollars in child support is probably going uncollected and more when the quote-unquote partial payments are taken into account now we know what the economy looked like in 2020 2021 and we're still just trying to get back up to that mark so you know those numbers if they were like that in 2017 have gone horrifically up even more so more than 30 percent of child support payments aren't made and less than half are paid in full only about half of couples who have children and then separate even have a custodial order governing who will pay for the kids because in case you didn't know this going to court and going through that shit ain't no joke it's not it's not you got to get attorneys you got to pay for said attorneys they tell you the state will give you if you're a female yeah no not true it will go out they will try to screw you over i've been through it as for the other half these children may have no rights at all under state divorce laws right so this is the this is the situation right now of all these people that ugh, i was like disgusted when i saw the men celebrating i had no understanding in my heart and soul uh <laughs> so about that's my seed bitch you'll see come out and land on your fucking leg multiple times a fucking day that don't deserve to have a fucking name as george Callan put it ever so eloquently and i fucking dropped my fucking eggs every fucking seven days to flush out my system and those are innocence fertilized eggs so your arguments are really kind of fucked up and it is based on the sanctity of life thing that says that a fetus should have rights except that that we know that this story we already have a problem in this country first and foremost as, as the statistics are saying about men taking care of their children a lot of women with children are on their own and they're not financially supported with those children not even half of this country will do so um on top of that 
Among the 30 areas that reported race by ethnicity data for 2019, non-Hispanic white women and non-Hispanic black women accounted for the largest percentages of all abortions, 33.4% and 38.4% respectively. And Hispanic women and non-Hispanic women in the other race category accounted for smaller percentages, 21% and 7.2%. Non-white women had the lowest abortion rate at 6.6 abortion per 1,000 and ratio of 117 abortions per 1,000 live births. And non-Hispanic black women had the highest abortion rate at 23.8 abortions per 1,000 women with a ratio of 386 abortions per 1,000 live births. Most women who abort are low income, educated. The majority are also mothers already of children. Most of these women, because they love to bring in the religious aspect, identify as Christian this is not an attack on women but of women of color specifically it's really sad it's kind of like what i was uh actually just kind of tied into this true crime story I've, there's so many there's so many of you know people killing their children casey anthony uh, <laughs> uh a, a, a lot of that in the world and it was funny i went into the comment section and the first thing one other woman's like you know i had to, i was frustrated and i went through postpartum but i had to suck it up or you know you should see the signs and reach out for help as if people it's so easy to think rationally when you're not in an irrational headspace i think people just really have a hard time because they forget they forget that moment in which they were not using their best judgment or they weren't thinking clearly and they just don't acknowledge that it happens or i don't know what the fuck people love standing on pedestals but the whole thing is i'm in this story and i'm not excusing this girl woman girl this really was a girl it's like 15 16 year old somewhere around there 16 17 was raised by a bipolar neglectful mother who tried to kill herself and then at the age of 15 like a year or so before she got pregnant she was uh she came home and found her mom dead so that's gonna already fuck you up and you're already fucked up and then she gets pregnant because she sees a boy she meets him she thinks she's in love he doesn't wear a condom she ain't got no fucking uh, birth control but at the same time she thought she could have a baby at that time she's like i'm having a baby i'm gonna be happy for it because you know i didn't think about any other option and she said she was really scared then she got postpartum and she shaked her baby and she killed her baby it was really horrible it was really sad uh it's terrible 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 but the harshness that this girl was judged is like well she should have did it she should have she should have recognized the signs and immediately got help and immediately told someone because she had all of this support around her i mean where do we get off on this high horse of course what she did was a terrible i never ever 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 want to hear anything about hurting a child i can't imagine a parent hurting their child but i can i can understand someone emotionally not okay 
feeling forced into a situation and then your body legit like you don't have a kid and you're just the same person you are biologically fucking changed at a hormonal brain chemistry fucking level okay that shit just doesn't pop out and all of a sudden oh you have your free will and you're living that is not that's not the free no you are then bound to an 18 year contract of probably one of the most uh challenging aspects a person can undertake which is the responsibility of a life and you got to do it built on the idea that the person that came before you did their job right um and then you also have to overcome the things in which they did not do right if you're able to have that much emotional maturity or intelligence to reconcile or recognize where there was the opportunity it's a fucking lot and i think people just point it out like it's some casual shit is is uh those that are of the idea of oh yeah i just i had children i got married i did the thing i did all of the you know that sounds like the evangelical evangelical type of ideas this country was founded on and that's all good well and fine for you but that's your life your society your culture that is not everybody else's story and then i also wonder if it's just for the white feminists because i do believe that men don't have a a say in this whatsoever unless you're an ally (laughs) i saw all those men fucking celebrating i probably already said this Ugh. i am disgusted but it saddens my heart for that continued cycle that generational um trauma that's going to continue to happen because forcing women to have children forced to have the child of your rapist and you think everything's just gonna work out not only that you don't support anything that helps child development child education you don't give a shit about that you don't all the republicans that wanted to see this and i know i feel bad because i have republican friends i do they don't they didn't vote for trump the second time i forgave them the first time but uh today they they were all mysteriously not calling me because they, <laughs> they probably felt that i was gonna take my anger out on them and it kind of kind of wasn't a great day you know to be coming up over in my corner uh because they might have wanted to talk about it and they probably were talking about it and they was like you don't want to talk to christina about it right now (laughs) and they would have been right about that and made the right call i made the right call i did say hey and hope the one girl had a good weekend but uh yeah that's what that's what i'm heart sick over i'm heart sick for the future children that are now going to be fucked because uh because quite frankly uh it's just this this idea based on other fictional ideas that continue to permeate and dictate society moving on north texas school district has updated its dress code for the upcoming school year to ban hooded clothing as well as dresses and skirts for many of its grade levels reasoning that the change will help students in their future careers motherfucker i dress business casual if that no i'm working from home i'm in my fucking pajamas they keep trying to feed this idea that just pursuing an education or something 
or dress in a certain way is somehow gonna gonna make you a success no it sounds like you're just doing cultural appropriation and it's not okay the bans quickly elicited a backlash from parents students and others who view the policy as unnecessarily restrictive prompting one high school student to create a petition to fight unreasonable dress code changes quote unquote announced by the forney independent school district the new policy which applies to all 18 of fisd schools prohibits clothing such as hoodies coats and jackets with hoods inside the school and also forbids students in grades five and above from wearing dresses skirts or skirts the dress code also requires students to wear solid colored shirts and slacks shorts or capri pants and navy blue black or khaki colors among the things the dress code prohibits are denim pants sleeveless shirts t-shirts overalls or clothing with holes in it while i understand the clothing with holes in it because you know that is not allowed in any workplace and the sleeveless shirts i'm okay with that as well and even the t-shirts because yeah i agree however denim pants is allowed like even with my corporate job like mo- they lo- they allow denim pants it's like i don't know what the fuck's this whole idea that people go to work in two-piece suits every it's not true i know a lot of people with high-priced jobs they don't go to work in fucking suits some can't some be are, are people that require them to be in certain types of of jeans and and, and boots and a flannel shirt just it's just perpetuating this myth that all everybody's just gonna dress this way and you'll get to college and be successful i'm like no no not at all fyi texas is also one of the states most giddy about the abortion repeal so um there's that as well bill burr made a comment on his podcast the bill burr zone i believe after how the north's treatment of the south after the civil war led to a lot of the issues that continues to exist right after he pointed out how blacks were treated in the south after slavery so he only read so far into the premise of his argument so i thought i would finish it because i respect him as a comedic and a man and i needed to point out how incorrect that statement truly was not only was a lot concessions made by that bitch mark mccarthy pretty sure it was mccarthy uh after grant was removed from the office but here's some even more facts for you between 1865 and 1877 thousands of black women men and children were killed attacked sexually assaulted and terrorized by white mobs and individuals who were shielded from arrest and prosecution there also if you were on the internet because it was floating around where there was an actual old bill of sale for black people up there with cattle because that's how a lot of the founders of this country viewed black people white perpetrators of lawless random violence against formerly enslaved people were almost never held accountable instead the frequently they frequently were celebrated in the south allowed this is what this is what happened after in reconstruction some people had this really skewed idea that a the the slaves were freed and everyone was like no 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 most weren't even told they were free 
um, which we most people should know by now. Uh, secondly, um, there were a lot of concessions made to the South and how this war was so horrible that, you know, these Confederate veterans coming back that needs to take out some, some energy on someone. Nah, this, uh, this made them even more bold. And former enslavers organized a reign of terror that effectively nullified constitutional amendments designed to provide black people equal protection and the right to vote. In a series of devastating decisions, the United States Supreme Court blocked congressional efforts to protect formerly enslaved people. In decision after decision, the court, same Supreme Court, ceded control to the same white Southerners who used terror and violence to stop black political participation upheld laws and practices codifying racial hierarchy and embraced the new constitutional order defined as quote-unquote state rights interesting you want to guess all the states that are so anxious to get this abortion thing taken care of and basically banned in their states right now already got laws on the books in the works tentative laws and guess where they're all located Within a decade after the Civil War, Congress began to abandon the premise of assistance to millions of formerly enslaved black people. Violence, mass lynchings, and lawlessness enabled white Southerners to create a regime of white supremacy and black disenfranchisement alongside a new economic order that continued to exploit black labor. White officials in the North and West similarly rejected racial equality, codified racial discrimination, and occasionally embrace the same tactics of violence racial control a violent racial control seen in the south so basically in reconstruction the south had free fucking reign and at some point when grant was in office he was trying to actually do something about it but effectively what happened is is that everything that led up to that that led to that moment for change was then softened with well as long as it's happening in your states which is basically where we fucking started the civil war it just now meant legally constitutionally morally we can say this isn't right so yes eventually support for continuing reconstruction policies declined in the north a new republican faction emerged that wanted reconstruction ended and the army withdrawn the liberal republicans and after a major economic recession in 1873 the democrats rebounded and regained control of the house of representatives in 1874 they called for an intermediate or immediate end to the occupation in 1877 as part of the congressional bargain to elect a republican as president following the disputed 1876 presidential election federal troops with were withdrawn from three the three states south carolina louisiana and florida where they remain this is often cited as the end of construction or reconstruction reconstruction has been noted by historians for many shortcomings and failures including failure to protect many freed blacks from ku klux klan violence ku klux klan is still a terrorist organization that has a headquarters in america in kentucky another state that also is 
very keen to uh, this Roe versus Wade overturn. Violence prior to 1871, starvation, disease, and death, and brutal treatment of former slaves by Union soldiers while offering reparations to former slave owners but denying them to former slaves. Ain't that fucked up? That's the, that's the, that, that is the most fucked up thing about reparations that people don't talk about in which bill burr missed when he was doing his research is that reparations were made (laughs) to slave owners but to this day in 20 of the 20 fucking two reparations were not given to the actual slaves that worked free for hundreds of years building this country and then continue to do so until the 19 fucking 60s which in case you're counting isn't that fucking long ago however reconstruction had four primary successes the restoration of the federal union limited reprisals against the south directly after the war property ownership for black people and the establishment of national citizenship in a framework for eventual legal equality that's what it was the civil war was a framework it paused the conversation and continued the trajectory of the north and the south for years and continues to be what we see today not just how the northerns I, I don't even know where he was going with that one i was thinking maybe because the projects were abandoned and they didn't stay maybe he was meeting it in that capacity but i took it in a different one so then that prompted me to have a whole history lesson which we will not be having since i already gave you one today uh in that particular news section Continuing on with the news, a dangerous stunt in Queens has left a teenager in the hospital hospital in critical condition Thursday night. What did I say last podcast? What did I say? Police say a 15-year-old was subway surfing when he fell and hit his head at 11 or 111 Street Station along the 7 line in Corona. What the fuck is wrong with you n- New York leaders are condemning the U.S. Supreme Court's decision, another great one this week, Thursday to knock down a century-old state law that placed restrictions on carrying a concealed gun outside the home, with Governor Kathy Hochul calling the ruling both reckless and outrageous. It is outrageous, he said on Twitter, that at a moment of national reckoning on gun violence, which at least they did push through some actual legislation on trying to tighten who can own a gun in this country the supreme court has recklessly struck down a new york law that limits those who can carry concealed weapons the state is closely reviewing our options including calling a special session of legislature the governor said vowing to keep new yorkers safe from gun violence i I don't get it you know it sounds a, a little alarming that these things that we put in place for centuries we think i'm not saying that some things maybe don't need to be looked at right however what other things are the agenda are on the agenda that we are looking that people fought so hard for that 
people are looking to take away and the fact that it can be you know that that's a troubling thought for a lot of americans right now even if it seems like a rather um not far-fetched but you know alarmist or uh i can't think of the right word (laughs) i think i already said alarmed or alarmist for that matter um but it, it feels like things are getting crazy the parents of accused oxford michigan school shooter ethan crumbly will still face multiple involuntary manslaughter charges a judge ruled wednesday despite their attempts to squash the counts against them or quash squash yeah judge cheryl matthews said a lower court had ruled correctly that crumbly's parents can stand trial for charges jennifer and james crumbly were each charged with four counts of involuntary involuntary manslaughter after their teenage son allegedly shot and killed four students and injured seven other people at oxford high school in november they have both pleaded not guilty and their attorneys have argued in court documents that the charges have no legal justification and that the couple should not be held responsible for killings their son is accused of committing and in any other case i would probably agree with that except in court filings earlier this month prosecutors argued to keep the manslaughter charges against the parents saying their gross negligence allowed their son access to the murder weapon and allowed him to remain in school with that murder weapon adding that their negligence was a substantial factor in the killings i think this is interesting i think that this is something to keep an eye on because what is the responsibility like they didn't go out and buy that gun the kid didn't the parents did and what is your responsibility uh what is your negligence in that you know i think that's something that while there is no maybe precedent for it could be one to set precedent for let's leave off on happy news in kenya as a child growing up in nairobi city i know i was saying that wrong nairobi nairobi city the astronomer susan marabana didn't get much encouragement to look to the stars the solar system wasn't a big part of her school's curriculum her disappointment turned to wonder in her early 20s when she encountered her first telescope and spotted saturn in its icy rings seeing something i had only read about in a textbook it made me realize how small we really are in 2014 marabana now married bought a telescope with her husband inspired by how studying space had opened up her life the couple decided to give the kids or give kids the same experience they called their program the traveling telescope and circle around kenya bringing astronomy education and a portable planetarium to schools and communities so far they've met with 300,000 children in the process kids can't resist the lure of the telescope and the opportunity it offers to see the moon a favorite up close as well as stars and planets marabana says the telescope is the main attraction wherever they go in january 2021 the visiting musical artist madonna booked a private session for her family marabana watched the pop star's face light up with the same sense of wonder 
It's a way of reminding people about the universe that sits just above their heads and that they remain an intrinsic part of it. She says, it's there, but we forget to look up. so let's talk about ezra miller who once again can't remain out of the news because we don't have much to talk about in gossip uh there's allegations going around yeah, he's been hosting a 25 year old mother and her three young children at their vermont home or, or their vermont farm a living arrangement that worries the children's father as well as two others with knowledge of the situation rolling stone has learned two sources with knowledge of the situation express a concern to rolling stone that it is an unsafe environment for children alleging there are unattended guns strewn around the home on miller's 96 acre property one source who like the other requested anonymity for fear of retribution recalled an instance when one of the children one-year-old allegedly picked up a loose bullet bullet and put it in her mouth but the mother who like the father rolling stone is not naming claims that miller had helped her escape from a violent and abusive ex quote unquote and miller helped me finally have a safe environment for my three very young children that's a temporary stop stop on a very long train ma'am um i don't think from swinging from one person who's mentally unstable to someone else who's mentally unstable just because they have money and a farm and helped you is putting your children in a better situation and any mother will tell you that so uh as someone who also has grown up around an abusive situation uh very mentally unstable adults the children are going to be the ones that suffer the most even if the douchebag children's father is the one that supposedly allegedly is violent and abusive because that's always the go-to ain't it i mean you want to believe people nowadays but i'm like i don't know you i haven't met you i ain't seen you you could just say whatever the fuck you want to say to get people to be empathetic towards you doesn't necessarily mean it's the truth smole the two sources who confirm seeing children there with their mother describe it as a chaotic environment that is unsafe video footage from april revealed by rolling stone appears to show at least eight assault weapons rifles and handguns lying around the living room with some weapons propped up next to a pile of stuffed animals the two you gotta be ashamed of yourself nigga. real talk you gotta be ashamed of yourself all as you is the two sources also allege that there has been frequent and heavy marijuana use in front of the children with little concern about proper ventilation rolling stone has also learned that there is a sizable cannabis farm on miller's property with miller's close friend and purported handyman quote-unquote whitney sutters claiming on social media that the two were running a cannabis company called rebel alliance cannabis that's a situation 
Sharon Stone shares that she has lost nine children through miscarriages, several at later stages of pregnancy. In the arms of the that is one thing that hits home to me reading some of the stories of the women of the past, even like queens and shit, you know, the more pampered of society. You know, the number of of children that they bore or miscarried in that continuous cycle of being pregnant and it's forced upon you with no idea of contraception. We know that's what they're coming for. We know that's what they're coming for next is the right to even be able to to deny uh, in certain states and certain areas the ability to to protect yourself as a woman uh which is so fucked up i mean it really is i I just it just it's it's such a control thing i i can't i just can't reconcile it and it's so one way right this only affects fucking women this doesn't affect fucking men this that's why it's (laughs) i have male friends i don't hate men whatsoever Uh, i even had a few male friends and and huge support uh, actually all my male friends are in huge support of uh you know what i'm feeling right now but you know that idea that that is that's a reality for people now that are, are going to be forced to have these children that you know may not even go to term and continue to go through that trauma you know or otherwise are forced to then make a decision to to not have children or find a different way to get rid of said pregnancies which definitely i mean that's what led up to all of that in the first place i mean it's like we just completely blanket over that time when people were doing coat hangers up their cooch to get rid of their babies and people in backdoor you know facilities or taking advantage of women who are desperate situations of wanting to get rid of i mean even hh holmes said he killed one of his victims and her daughter because of a botched uh, abortion attempt I, i'm gonna get past it i am but it's not apparently today they are doing a color purple musical movie and i want them to stop and lastly in the gossip corner jody foster is starring in true detective season four and that might actually get me into doing true detective season one if minks does not work out next week that is the show that i'm going to replace it with because <laughs> it's been in my backdrop I, I don't know i might put a poll out there though because peaky blinders is another one and i even said i will try out five episodes it's my new thing going forward of a new show and if i don't like it after five episodes especially if it's got hella seasons behind it i'm not gonna waste my time uh that's all i'm gonna give you <laughs> and that at least will be more fair than dropping it in one or two episodes as sometimes i do have a tendency to do but if i can't even but to be you know to be more consistent i'm going to try to do the five episodes at least give it a chance but uh yeah we only have one more topic to discuss and that's some fun facts
Number one, the most expensive film ever made was Pirates of the Caribbean, which cost more than $375 million to create. One million for air freshener because of Johnny Depp's smelly ass all over the place. Oh, so stinky. No, but seriously, that is the gross amount of money. For reference, the average budget for a big big studio movie is around $65 million. I think they pay way too much. It's a good thing that it made all that money because I don't think it was worth it. I've yet to go back and see that movie and have no interest in doing so, any of them. They do not leave a lingering taste in my mouth that was, you know how you drink something, you're like, oh, that's not so bad, but then you start to get the aftertaste and you're like, ooh, that was nasty, actually. That was really nasty. That's how I feel about those films. Number two, Buzz Lightyear's original name was Lunar Larry. Larry! I'm not even mad at the Lunars, just who the fuck is Larry? Larry! Number three, the place that has more caves than any other place on Earth? Kentucky. Yeah, I won't be going there. Mm-hmm. Number four, a blind chameleon can still adjust the colors of its environment. The way it changes colors is because of its special cells, not eyesight. So a blind chameleon can still adjust that's pretty cool earwax is actually a type of sweat hey yo what the fuck number six frederick barr invented the pringles can when he passed away in 2008 his ashes were buried in one okay i mean show body where you ever it's like i want to be in my greatest achievement just spread me over ireland so i can fuck the whole planet with my ghost (laughs) it's not a planet (laughs) and secondly that is awful (laughs) just awful (laughs) i'm a thought i'll own it i'm not ashamed Number seven, psychology is the brain trying to comprehend itself. Yes, it is. Number eight, more than 300 times bigger than Earth and twice the size of all the rest of our solar systems. Planets combined, the king of planets, you know its name. (laughs) Yes, we are talking about fucking Jupiter. Has double the strength of gravity an exceptionally dense dry atmosphere with the red dot being a storm has been raging for centuries and oh this week it uh dropped the bomb that it also eats other planets you can't fuck with queen i was like whoa 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 not need to prequel our demise i prefer to be ignorant on all of the the like even when i start getting into space shit that's when i start getting freaking fucked out i'm like i'm already you know i got high anxiety about just walking from here to there from going from that room to that room in that place to that place you want me to start thinking about the sky and all the shit that's going on up there that's a lot it is very intriguing but it's a lot it's so much 
<laughs> I was getting the solar flares, black holes. I was all up in that. And I was like, no, I need to back up off this because the idea of no sound in space still freaks me out. I don't know why anybody wouldn't go there. Oh, yeah? Well, screw you guys. I'm going home. Number nine, velociraptors, despite what Jurassic World wants to tell you, were only slightly bigger than chickens. And finally, coming in at number 10, in a 2008 survey, 58% of British teenagers thought Sherlock Holmes was a real person, while 20% thought Winston Churchill was not proving that Americans are not the only ones ignorant of their own history. Stop it. Get some help. We will leave with a quote from Stephen King, who says, Get busy living or get busy dying this has been an episode of the jones chronicles if you want to send feedback for our next episode blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>